Okay, so today's daf we don't learn daf, um, daf tzadi, and the gemara begins. So we, we ended last year about a katan jinimol l'shmon l'tisha la'asara v'la'chadasar l'shnei masar, that a brit milah on time, meaning the earliest time could be eight, nine, ten, eleven, or twelve days. Normally it's eight days. You throw into the mix a big baby that was born benash mashot, so you don't know if it's really how many days later if it should be if it's a day baby or night baby. And then throw into the mix after that could be, could because you have a have a suffix, if the suffix days on Shabbos you can't do a on Shabbos so you push it off a day if it's yontav another day I mean yontav on Sunday and if it's a shana that falls on Sunday Monday then you can push it off all the way till Tuesday that's what we did in the Mishnah in summary so it says yes you can have a one day old baby that gets a brit milah nice trivia piece for the table how is that possible hey so you have a woman who gave birth, and then they convert, the baby gets a brimila on that day. There you go. How about that? It may be the chiddush to you, but that's how it works. So Shalich Limo Mishum Gerot. Mishum Gerot, part of conversion, has to get brimila, so therefore he gets a brimila. And it's not a sakana? Don't think so. No. Okay. I don't know. It, it says Shalich Limo Mishum Gerot. Now, I don't know, again, whether it ha- happens to the mace, I don't know. I mean, if the baby's a chola and it's dangerous for them, then clearly we don't give her bimula. Okay? Um, so, let's continue. So, this is an argue, argument against the, the Havana that, that Yom Shmini is so that the baby will have koach to survive the the uh, In other words, yeah, but that we don't see. Why is it an eighth day? Because the Torah says it's the eighth day. If you want to Start bringing your rationales and all those other things behind it. Maybe, I don't know, but it doesn't seem to be so here. Okay, so let's continue. It says, however, so Nit Gaira, if she converts and then gives birth, well, she gave birth to a Jewish child and it doesn't matter. Then it's like every other Jewish child has to eat it on the eighth day. Okay, Yaakov Ishkfar Nevoraya, Sha'al Rabbi Chagai, Na'atan Nilod Benashmashot Nimol Benashmashot. So the question was, is on our mission, we said, when you have a baby, let's say it was born between Tuesday and Wednesday. Right, Benashmashot between Tuesday and Wednesday. We said you can't give it a Brit Mila on Tuesday because it'll be a Wednesday baby, but you can't give it a Brit Mila, so therefore you have to give it a Brit Mila on the Wednesday. So, and we said similarly, if it was a, um, a baby that was like, again, it was Arab Shabbos, and you've got to push it off till the Sunday, as we said. So the Gemara says, well, why don't you just give the baby a Brit Mila on Benashmashot? Meaning, if it was born at six o'clock, so let's say that, assume that was Benashmashot. Six o'clock the next uh, a week later, give the baby Brimila and Mimanafshah. If it was a Tuesday baby the week before, then it's Tuesday. If it was a Wednesday baby, then it's a Wednesday. Like, like what, what's, even, what's even the question? Now, by the way, Reb Chaim says, Why? Because Halayla, if it is a night, if it was born at night, then you're giving the baby Brimila at night time. And Tzrichion, Halayla loves Man Mila here, because we don't give babies Brimila at night time. It's not the Man Mila. So, because it says, And if it's a night time, really, how can you give a Brit Milah at that time if it's night time? So we say, He says, maybe, it's Because it might be that maybe in a case of Ben Hashmashot, a Suffolk Layla, you could give a Brit Milah. Which is interesting, because if you say it's really night time, then it is night time. So he says, we need to think about that as a question. In any event, that's his question. His question, you've got a suffix regarding what its status is, just do the Brit Milah a week later, which is technically eight days later, a week later, at that exact same time, and you don't have a suffix anymore. So the Gemara says, well, says, let's say you and I were going through a doorway. The way that if it's one of us, could we do it exactly the same time? 
What does that mean? It's the assumption here, the Gemara is saying, the Benesh Mashor is Keherav Ayin. Meaning, there's a discussion, and you've seen debates, we saw this, I think, back in Mesech Tabrach, exactly what Benesh Mashor is, a time period, is it Mamash Keherav Ayin, is in a, and the, the Chachamim didn't know exactly when it was. It was somewhere in between, say, between sunset and, and, and nightfall, but we don't know exactly where it is. So if you say it's according to that, how are you going to exactly time it perfectly? And if you don't time it exactly perfectly, you run the risk of now being Michal Shabbos. Or let's say it was six o'clock and one second the baby was born um, on the, like the Erev Shabbos uh, the week before. If you do it slight, let's say, and that was a weekday at that time, really. And you do it six o'clock and two seconds because you just hesitated for a millisecond. Maybe that now it's nighttime and you're going to be Michal Shabbos. You're doing an Erev Shabbos baby on Shabbos. So therefore, you can't say, oh, we'll do exactly the same time, because again, at the time of Menashe Mashot, you you'll, might miss it. You, you, you don't know if you're going to exactly be Medayak. Okay, Shmuel Amar, Achazato Chama. Achazato Chama, according to the, the Korbanena, means he's got a Chola Mitchamem Kukufo, some sort of a, a, fear, a fever that overcomes his, the baby's entire body. So it always says, You wait 30 days after the baby heals. It's not as soon as it gets like it. It's allowed to go home from hospital. No, you would sort of, you give it 30 days and you give it Mila. Now the question is, Now we know that Arel is not allowed to eat from Truma. Okay. But this baby, now also if a baby in the, in the first eight days before it's Higiyah's month to have its Mila, you can give it to the baby because it's not considered Arel. And what about this baby that's now in this 30-day period that we're waiting now, what's its status? Is it like a baby in the first eight days you can give it truma? Or is it like uh, either sach shem on truma or chelev truma? It's not, it's not milk to truma. We're talking about sort of an extract of wheat. Chelev chita, the idea is. Can you feed it? Or is it considered an arel or is it not considered an arel? So we say nishmanim in hada. We can learn from the following. Ha'arel. Now, this arel is a, someone who minatora is not allowed to have a circumcision. This is a, a person whose older brothers, multiple, a number of them have had a brit milah and died as a result. So therefore, you don't give this child a brit milah. Okay? So, an arel, v'cholat meim, and anyone is tamay, lo yachlu betruma lakane truma. Neshehem v'abdehem, their wives and their avadim, can eat from truma. Ah, so what do you see from here? Um, you see from here that if, despite the fact someone has a status that he can't have a brit milah, He's still considered Narel, such a kind of truma. So, so too, this child within the 30 day window where he's not allowed to have a meal, not allowed to have a meal yet, also is considered Narel, you wouldn't be able to feed a truma or rub or, or truma oil on it. Okay? It's not someone who can have a brit meal yet. Because his brother's died. Still, you cannot have, you cannot, you cannot, you cannot allow from truma. Okay, let's continue. What does that mean? Meaning, from Meaning, the din of Orla begins from eight days onwards, no matter what. Even if it's some sort of honest presenting you, kind of trauma. Okay? A bit like we just said. But Taniken, we see a proof. All that 30-day window where the child, again, is recovered or waiting to be you're not allowed to give him this uh, some, some truma food. What about Lel Shmini? What about a child on the eighth day? But it's the night before the Brit Milah. 
So ma avidly, what is um, what's his din? Is it like still in the lead up to it so it can feed the baby truma? Or now it's mamash, it's the eighth day and is in the morning is going to have a brit milah and therefore is considered an arel. Is he already considered arel then? So tani kishmini. Now what's this referring to? We have another din within the first seven days of a, let's call it a creature's life. Meaning a, a, an animal is not able to be used as a korban within the, in the first seven days. It's only on the eighth day onwards can be offered as a korban. Okay. Now, what it says is, is this, already from the night time, night of the eighth day, it's already nichnas ladir litaser. It can already be brought into the pen to, for, to be included in the animals for Masa Bahima. Now, this is despite the fact it can't yet be offered as a korban. So in the morning. So we see already the night of the, like the Erev uh, of Yom Shmini is considered like Yom Shmini. Okay? I read it behind make clear. Afagad the Mechus's man, bar ma'isahur, it's already considered uh, able to be included amongst the animals that we do ma'isah behemoth from. V'kol shivat yami Mechus's man, the first seven days is Mechus's man, the la bar kravai, you can't offer as a korban. As it says, it's got to be by its mother of korban, right on, onwards it can be offered as a korban. So despite the fact you can't offer a korban on a night eight. Laila um, but it's not considered man for Mesa Bahima because already in the daytime it can be offered as a korban. Oh, so there too, Hachanami Mila, we see as well, by night time as well. Since it can have a in the morning, despite the fact we don't give a meal at night time, it's not considered a man. Interestingly. And therefore, you won't be able to feed this baby from a baby food, if you like. Rishmiel at night of the of the eighth is, is not kosher? Well, well, that's uh, that was a kasher of Chaim brought earlier on. It says, because it says, it says, we learn that Brit done during the daytime. Yeah. If you did, one would it be kosher? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. One would assume not. Otherwise, you wouldn't need this proof. Yeah. So, Bahare, he orla bismana de mak. So, so, therefore, it's already considered uh, orla bismana de mak bamlochol. You can't feel the, the baby trauma, baby food. Okay. But Tani can kol shivat yami muta alachilo chelav trauma or socho shema trauma. So, you can see what we see a brighter that proves it. That for the first seven days of the baby's life, you're allowed to feed it truma and use truma oil on it. Mashmalot already from the night time, meaning erev, like shmini, you can't. So that's a proof. Okay. Next Mishnah. So this is we said is part of the little say it wasn't a clean cut of the orla and there was little bits of skin there. That's basar, the flesh that's chofe etatara that covers the crown, if you like, of the ever. So Eloat sits in Makmina Tamila says, but and if he has that still chofer, it's covering over, he can't eat from Truma. We'll elaborate exactly what that means, chofer, in a moment. So Imaya Bal Basar. Now, if there's someone who happens to be very fleshy there, we say Metakno, you still uh, do some sort of surgical cosmetic repair, if you like. Because it might appear to somebody else if, if, when he goes to the mikvah or something that it's, this person doesn't have Remila. Mal para. If he cuts a foreskin but does not peel back that membrane says it does not peel it back it's if he didn't have a brit milah at all so priya is critical now the gemara explains 
as if it's covering over a majority of the height of the Atar, the tip of the crown, if you say. Um, however, the Rebiosa um, also says, also of the height. They're saying the same thing. Now, what are they saying? Rebchaim says as follows. When it says a majority of the crown is going to be a problem, that's Ma'akevatamila. That's Rov Hekefor going around it. Right, all the way around it, that would be a problem, like circumference around it, if you like. Ella um, Afilu, even if it's even if on one side of it going up it, so there's like a little uh, extension, if you like, a sliver going up the side of it, it's going up a majority of the height, that's also that's also presents a problem. So it's more machmed than you might, you might assume. Okay. Now, Rav Tavi B'Shem Shmuel says, What's this referring to? This is referring to the case of the Balbasa, someone who said it was very fleshy, if you want to use that term, and that how do you see if it's going to be an issue of Marit Ayin, if you need to get in, have some sort of surgical intervention, that's only when he's mit kasher, if, meaning when, when, the, when he's erect, the question is, it, does it still appear to cover it? That's when you need some sort of uh, Mishum Marit Ayin. Okay, let's continue. Now, what's interesting here, what if someone did Brit Mila and didn't do Priya, didn't pull it back, as we said. So we say, Tani um, the onesh karet. If he does so on Shabbos, he's also punishable by karet. I mean, he's mechalal Shabbos because the mitzvah mila is to do both of them. And if you did a partial mila, you did mechalal Shabbos. So Rav Rav Acher b'Shem Rav Avahu had a detaim of she'ein b'yom kedei lamarek. Avalim yesh boyo kedei lamarek ma'marek ve'nechoshesh. What that means is as follows. Meaning, in other words, that's provided that the way it's interesting the way the Rambam describes the case. Is this is this is where if you look up look at the Rambam in Hilchah uh, he says this is where the person was warm saying you don't have enough time to do the Brit Milah on Shabbos you're gonna run out of time and he says ah don't worry and he doesn't Brit Milah and didn't have time to do Priya okay that's when it'd be chayev however there is time in the day that someone else can finish it off and by the fact that somebody else finished it off it would mean that the first person's not not chayev for doing a partial Brit Milah on Shabbos okay that's important. Meaning even someone else can finish off, as he can finish off, but even somebody else can finish it off by doing the priya. And I read it Tony Moshe says, Mishum could say, Ana Avda That I just did half and you finished into the other half. So why therefore I shouldn't be Chaibachata. Okay? Now Tani Kosha The whole time he's engaged in the mitzvah doing Mimila, he's Choser, he can go back. He, and in other words, not just one slice, he can keep slicing if you like. Whether it's a tzitzin, those little pieces that are ma'ak of the miller, we said that's going to, well, that's critical. It's still over Ag Shabbos. But even those things that only we said, we said Mishum Hidra Mitzvah, even though it's one that wasn't such a clean cut, but it's not um, it's not going to ma'ak of the miller. Okay? So perish, once he separates, meaning he stopped, he can't look at it again. You know, when the mole comes back and checks if he did a good job, like after, he can't go back. He can't go back on those things. And the only things he can go back on are those things that are mark of the miller, meaning those things that Mishum Hidra Mitzvah you can't do on Shabbos once you perish. So I'm Rav Yochanan, Div Rav Yossi, according to Rav Yossi, now this piece, all, all the way to the end of the, the, this parak, we've seen before yesterday's year, but we'll go over it again. According to Rav Yossi, it would appear that even our tzitz and she'enamak v'temela in Peresh Chazer, even those things Mishum Mitzvah you can go back and do. This truth will sound very familiar. So we said, Hi done, Rabbi Yossi. What's against Rabbi Yossi? Hi done in Taman, that which you learned over there. That Rabbi Yossi says, Yom Tova Rishon Shelchag, Shechal Yot B'Shabbos. On the first day of Yom Tov, meaning Pesach, the Kozad B'Shabbos. 
And the person took his lulav v'shachach v'otziyat lulav v'shosarabim and he carried it with him v'shosarabim. He's patu mibnei shotziyot v'roshos. Now he said there that the mitzvah of lulav has already been performed when he picks it up. So when he's carrying out Rosh Hashanah, we said, since it was Minag Yerushalayim, if you was to take the Lulav with him everywhere, Yesh Bok Mitzvah. Okay? And therefore, the fact that Rabbi Yossi says, oh, even with the Ktsat Mitzvah, it's considered like the Mitzvah itself, that we can define this person as a To'er Badavar Mitzvah, such as Patur. So too, this sits in She'en Makfim is considered part of the mitzvah, if you like. These extra bits are considered part of the mitzvah, enough to say that you can even choser to do them on Shabbos as well. Okay? In other words, he has a much broader definition of what's considered a mitzvah, firstly, what's to have a mitzvah, and also what's considered my overriding Shabbos. Okay? That's Shita Rebbe Yossi. That's how we're lining the two together. So he says, oh, the question, like we said yesterday, af basaken shumila, af bamatzaken, what about if we're talking about someone who carried the knife of the miller or carried matzah on Shabbos by mistake? Now, does that, would he also, is that also talking about a mitzvah? Now, why is that different to the carrying a lulav? Because it's still considered like part of the mitzvah, really. I shake a lulav, I hold a lulav, I'm carrying a lulav. It's, yes, it's extra to the mitzvah, but it's still like part of the mesa mitzvah. But carrying the sakin of the miller knife or carrying the matzah, that's all like a machshire mitzvah. There's no mitzvah to carry matzah. It's, so do, would he also say that? So we say Mimada Amarabyochan the fact that Rabyosi learns from sorry, Rabyochanan learns from Shita Rabyosi that you can choser which they themselves are only Hidur mitzvah, they're not really Gufashal mitzvah. And we says in Presh Khozer, Hadaama, you can still say that even the Machshire mitzvah as well, Af Sakin Shomila Kane, but Af Matza Kane as well. That he, that he has such a broad definition that even those things as well would be considered Tobit of our mitzvah, if you like. Because even the Machshirin or the or the Hidra mitzvah, those things, such a he has such a broad definition of what's considered part of the mitzvah, but for Tobit of our mitzvah and to Chozer go into it. Okay. Well, we say Adranach Perak Rebel Yezer, Adranach Perak Rebel Yezer. I'm usually referred to as Rebliezer de Mila because the next Perak is also Rebliezer. Okay, so the first one is Rebliezer Mila, and here we've got Rebliezer here. And so Rebliezer says, Tolet and Mashmeret, Bain, Abiyomtov, Venotnin Latulia Bishabas. What are we talking about here? Here we're saying that a Mashmeret is like a, like a strainer that one stretches over a cleave. Okay, that's Lesanen to strain out the, um, the Shmarim. And, and Reb Chaim says it was kasu kibin sak, like a like a sack that sort of went over the top. Um, and it says umuchnis latoch shelo lekli upia sak matuach al gabekli. So it's like stretched across it. Okay. Now what Reb Yelezia says, you're allowed to even stretch across that mashmerit on Shabbat. Sorry, on Yontov. My mistake. On Yontov. You will see why in the Gemara why it says it's mutar. I'm not going to go into detail now because it was like the, the, the Gemara is going to grapple with that. If it's like making an ohel, if you like, then why is it uh, why is it mutar? Because if like you've got a structure there, you're spreading across a thing, why would it mutar? But in any event, he says, but also you can even put it into this strain. Why allowed to put on Shabbos? Because he holds the indirect borer bakach. It's not because it's borer when it when it's going through such a strainer. Okay. However, Chachamim so ain't to into the mashmerit. You cannot set this up on yontav. The ain't on inletuliyah b'shabbos. You're not allowed to put it on Shab on Shabbos. About inletuliyah b'yontav. I mean, you're allowed to put the the shmarim in it on yontav because borah is allowed on yontav. But you're not allowed to put it in on Shabbos because that's borah. Okay, that's the case of the strainer. Now let's try and understand what's happening in the Mishnah. So Rabbi Yezer Omer told that mashmerit said ten teni lo nechgur Rabbi Yezer v'chachamim. Now we change a few things here. 
Now, what's this referring to? This refers to a mission. I didn't bring it in a sheet because it should be, might be somewhat still familiar because it wasn't so long ago. Um, that's regarding the case of pakakachalon, meaning putting these boards up to plug up a window. Okay? Whether you can do it on Shabbos. So the machloket there is regarding being mosif ala ohel. You're like adding this board. However, constructing an ohel, even ohel aray, everyone agrees you cannot do. Okay? So in other words, they both in other words, again, back to the If you're not to construct an oil, even oil what is the debate? Just adding to it. What's considered putting the board? That's mosif ala oil. Importantly, you're not allowed to add on Yontav. You can see I'm changing the words as I go along. Again, changing a few words. You're allowed to because you're allowed to place that board up. It has to be this way. Okay. So that's clear there. So what's the kasha? The cash is as, fro- as follows. It says, Gemara says, Vitmir of Chaim says, Milo Mayer Betosefada oil. Why da eno pores mashmerit elamila mala mechitza kayamot? Because what are you doing when you're pulling across this mashmerit? When you're pulling it across, you're being mosifala oil. You're not constructing an oil. I'll explain why that is, and this is very important to understand why it is. Because if I've got walls and I put a sheet over the top of it, that's not mosifala oil, that's constructing an oil. But the Gemara is saying here, the understanding when you put the strainer across this kli, it's being mosif ala ohel. I'll explain why now. But, um, so, the, so, the, so let's just run with the assumption first that if it's mosif ala ohel, why the Chachamim say you're not allowed to do it on, on uh, not allowed to put, do that on Yontav? Now the question is, why is it mosif ala ohel? Now this is a very important Rebbe Chaim. It says, so this is a very, very important piece to understand what it means, Mosifalo and making an ohel. If you've got ready-made walls and you're putting a gag, literally a roof on top of it for shade purposes, that's considered constructing an ohel because you need that roof as it is, right, for the shade purposes. However, in this situation, since you're not, to use a lashon, it's it's in, it's not like it's only for tashmish, meaning it's almost part of the kli that you're doing, meaning I'm putting this thing upon, not it's almost part of this whole kli that I'm making. Well, I won't get to making a kli, but if you like, right, I'm stretching the strainer across across it for a tashmish for its use, and not lahagen, not latzel. It's considered mosif ala oil because the walls of this kli are already there. Okay. So a very important distinction. If it's mamash la again, even if I'm just putting the roofing on, that's considered constructing an oil. But if it's latashmish of some sort, then as long as there's pre-existing walls, it's considered mosif. Okay, that's a, a very important chiluk. Otherwise, you can't understand what's happening in the Gemara. But in any event, if we've seen quite clearly before that in the debate with this adding, putting the pkaka chalon on, that you're allowed to mosif, according to Chachamim, you're allowed to mosif Okay, but here they say you're allowed to p- pull the strainer across, even though we've defined as being mosif. So what's going on? So the Gemara says, it says Amarab Avin Barkhana Tifti Bamashmer Chadashash Machshira Lakli. 
We're not dealing with a pre-existing strainer that you put on and off this cleaver whole time. We're dealing with a brand new one. And because it's a brand new one, when you stretch it across and you're making it fit the cleave, you're now being attacking cleave in this conceptual manner. It's a different malach altogether. The issue of play in the mission is not oil, like we thought in the beginning. The issue of play is metakin kli, like makabapatish, if you like. Okay. So that explains chachamim, why chachamim say you're not allowed to do it. But one second, what, what about Rebbe Yezir? You've got a problem with Rebbe Yezir. Rebbe Yezir says that, um, you'll see why. I'll, I'll, I'll show you in a second. Rebbe Yezir says you are allowed to pull it across. So let's look through Rashid Rebbe Yezir. Rabbi Yezir says, one second. So, now you got a bigger kasha now, Rebbe Yezir, not just Chachamim. Ma taman, meaning here in our case, because again, sometimes taman, when you import a sugir, it's switched around. We've seen this a number of times. Ma, let's, let's say hacha for our purposes. There, where the issue is makim she's saying it's mutar. Kan, meaning the case, Back in um, with with the boards, she ain't a machshira like Lila Kolshakin, where it's just Musifala Ohel and not Tikun Kli, Kavachomer should be Mutar. So, Amrav, so then, okay, you've explained Chachamim. The way Chachamim say in the Latuli and the Mashmeritikas in attacking Kli. Fine, I understand. Malach and Shabbos. But then, why does Rebbe Leezer say you are allowed to? Especially when he said, um, he sees Machmir, Musifala, you're not allowed to do. So he says, no. Amrav Chachinana at Rabbi Yezik Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yezik Rabbi Yehuda. Why? The Tanim the Shem Rabbi Yehuda. Af Machshu Ochel Nefesh Hetiru. Because on Yontav, you know why? Because on Yontav, not only is Ochel Nefesh Mutar, he holds like Rabbi Yehuda. Then Machshu Rei Ochel Nefesh Mutar. Meaning stuff that I need to prepare my food is also Mutar to do. That's why, even though it's Malacha, that's why it says on Yontav, you're allowed to set up a strain. Okay, let's continue. Ravacha B'Shem Rav Ravba. Kedivrei Machshu B'Vlad Bilamala. What's it referring to? This is the case of Moshe Felohel. So a few ways to read this. According to the Korban Eda, it means, what does it mean, when can I pores, spread across this thing? That's bilvan milamala, meaning she'ya davar parus milamala of Shabbos. There's already something, it's sort of partially across the top of the ohel, and I'm spreading it across. Okay? However, Reb Chaim doesn't explain it that way, because I think he's still holding an answer here. Um, he says, he's talking back to the case of Tolot Mishmeret. And according to him, the Mishme, that even if there wasn't anything there, it's still considered Mosif. Okay? So the Shita that says, That you're Mosif ala ohel, that you're doing from above. That's one way of explaining it, just stretching it across, which is kind of where we explained it. Inami, we're talking about whether you put, you sort of have the strainer there first, and then put the clear underneath it. Right? Which is, Inami bavad milamata lamala, you're going top down, you stretch it across and then put the clay underneath it. There won't go there to do it, so you can do it in that way. Now, so the river, according to Korbanina, says, they had these benches, if you like, these beds. And that kila is like for shade, they had this little, um, the, the, like a covering. And it was somewhat, they put it on on Erev Shabbos, so they could spread it across and continue. Okay? That's the way, that's the way, because um, now we're doing the roof, it has to be partially there, because that's why it's Mosif. And however, they already was stretched out. Four amot. Let me just read it. Chayin. So we kill Allah again. I mean, Nacham. Or porcin met mol. They already had it spread out. Dalad amot, and then they extended it. 
Okay, they would spread it across. And the time of the Kivan Shekvar, you pours him, but Beneshek Dalar Amot, and because it was already spread for Amot, Eilo Elamosif Aloharai, Beshamina, the Loshari Elamosif. So you can see quite clearly it's only Mutar Lehosif. However, Sabrim Maymar, they thought that was Midi Bravery would have been Pazi. They thought that was under the instruction of Rudim Pazi, but from the Eshtum de Lami Dabrim Pazi, Adshi Froshubo. And it wasn't under the instruction of Rudim Pazi because Rudim Pazi himself would have said it has to be a majority covering it for you to stretch it across. Okay. Let's continue. Rabbi Chia b'shem Rabbi Yochanan says, "Hanote ohani b'shabes." Someone pitches a tent on Shabbos. Chay b'shum bone. Okay, making it ohel. Okay, let's continue. Amar of Zira eno ella eno koporosanu makavlam b'shabes. It's only as if you're spreading and folding on Shabbos. Meaning, Rabbi Chaim says, "Mikimach eno ella porosan eno kane el bar." All you're doing is spreading a spreading a sheet across, and it's not considered binyan. Okay, so Rabba Barkahana by Kamei Rav Yossi, Hain Kila de Aron Amahu. What about a paroche across an Aron? He let it pull it across and open it again, close it and open, because it's covering. It's acting like a wall. Is that okay? Amar Lei Kivan de Prusa Metmol since it's already spread. Nasik Botech when it's Shabbos is like opening and closing a door. Therefore, it's not considered like being just like you open a door in the house. You're allowed to um, pull across this curtain and and open and close. Amar Rav Zira. If someone is straining, he's meaning he gets this um, again the shmarim, and you put it on this straining the, the, the sediment, putting it in. in the, what's the malacha? He says he's chay mishum borer. Okay, so I'm Rav Zira. Let me start by mishum maraked. It makes it seems to make more sense that it's mishum maraked. Now both borer and maraked are both selecting a malachot. Now, I think we've seen this before as well. But borer is when you start picking out sort of stones from the wheat that's on the ground. And maraket is sifting. So which what's meshamer more similar to? Nishabi says mishum borer. And he says, but one second, look at materially what is happening. It seems to be the shmarim, when you meshamer, it's like more like sifting. Why? Because because what's happening? Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yoti, Troyan, Amrin, become mitav and Amrin, Yehot, Amr, Rabbi Zira. Rabbi makes more sense. It looks like more like sifting. Ma marakid, just as marakid, the mekemach, the the flower stays at the top. Lemalan, you have to change the word. Vasol, and the fine flower goes down to the bottom. Lemalan. Af meshamer yain. Also, when you're straining out the sediments of wine, also what's happening? You try to get the sediments out. We the 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 psulet stays at the top. Meshamer and yain goes lemata. Meshamer lemala. The wine goes to the bottom, the shmarim goes to stay at the top. However, lo avin amrin klon. We didn't say anything. I just want to finish this piece, if you don't mind. In other words, we're wrong. It is mishum borer, even though materially it looks more similar to maraket. Why? Because shuhuta miklal breira vuhuta makal shimur. Because both breira and shimur are both allowed on yontas, as we said. Not nim betlui beyontas. And that's mamash muta, both borer and mishamer. So huta miklal breira, we say that we allowed to borer kedarko from your lap or from a pot. That's a clear clear muta. And huta miklal b'shimur on into a little beyontov, like we saw on our mishnah huta mikluda. However, lo to miklal b'harkada b'harkada is not mutar in the derech ragil on yontov. The mar of china baruka b'shemri yoda ain't shonin at a kemach of a merakim lachar nafa. You have to do some sort of shinui. So in time of shumaraked, if you say that. The shmarim, meaning meshamer, is like maraked. It would be asul, just like you cannot do ein shonin d'akemach aval marakdim lachareinafa. So the fact that both are completely mutar, it must be like mishum borer 
which is also completely water. Okay, so we'll pick up from here. Come on, Shay. I'll have a good afternoon.